Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken. That is right, none taken. I am the Movie Moron. This is the Movie Moron Podcast, and I am your host, Easton. Paris, very irritating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I take them out? Ironhide, you know we don't harm humans. What is with you? Well, I'm just saying we could. It's an option. I agree, it is an option. <gasps> um, And then with us, as always, is our practical co-host himself, Trevor. Oops. Oops. This mouse does not work on felt. I need you to be quiet for five minutes. Ten minutes, okay? Please, I'm begging you. You gotta make the racket. I can't, I can't concentrate. I just need ten minutes to trash this movie before you talk, okay? Great. Okay, no, that's... Good. <laughs> that might be true. There might be ten minutes where I go off. We'll see. Hey, that's okay. Um, But we are talking about the new Transformer movies. Transformers, something about beasts. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This is the ninth, twelfth... Seventh. Seventy third. Okay. <laughs> um there needed to be three, but we're on seven. Um Rise of the Beast. I'm sorry, I'm already going off hot. Uh I just got out of the theater. I I drove home from the theater ten minutes. I got home from the theater ten minutes ago. Gross. Um yeah, and our theater uh attendees were also gross and awful and annoying. Oh there was a less than one year old baby sitting right next to me. Oh no. In a Dolby, you were in a Dolby. Uh, people, give your I, baby some ear protection. It's with a, so loud in there. With a car seat, especially this movie. Yeah, this movie was loud. Oh, uh, which is fine. I don't mind it, but yeah. it's a baby. Baby, he's it's a baby. A baby. <laughs> um, car seat in the aisle. Um, uh. like, just. Don't. Yeah. And this is why this is the purpose of babysitters. And we're not saying don't go to the movies or don't feel like you can't take your kid to the movie, but just not a Dolby. Like, that. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think you should take a one year old, uh, under one year old, to the theater. That doesn't make sense. I think, it, I think it's a, it's a, uh, probably case by case, but I mean, if your babies, they typically tend to cry and. Well, they're gonna need something. They're, they're gonna, gonna need, they're need, a, need something. They're gonna need attention. It's two or they're gonna movie. cry. They're gonna want to jump around. I, I mean, that's that's what was happening in the corner of my eye. I saw a bobbing baby <laughs> every fifteen minutes because she needs attention. She, yeah, it's she a doesn't baby. know what the hell is happening on screen. I don't even know what the hell is happening on screen. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't care what's happening. She just is in a dark room with loud noises and can't even see her mom that's two inches away from her face. I mean, come on, baby. Anyway, so that's what I'm coming out of, <laughs> as well as watching a movie that did not need to be made. So, um, okay, well, you're starting to get my general thoughts. Uh, I guess I'll just get into it. Um, yeah, the general thoughts are: I I don't understand why this was made. It I it doesn't the the entire premise doesn't make sense. This is supposed to be a prequel to what happens before the entire Transformers. Mm-hmm. universe that kicks off with Shia LaBeouf and then what happens after them. I think Bumblebee is the only thing that's supposed to happen before this, gotcha. um, which is the one movie I haven't seen, um, but it doesn't matter. Um, the only reference you get to the Bumblebee movie is the fact that Optimus Prime says that a one-off line that, like, we don't trust humans. I know you've had a good one, Bumblebee. Mm, yeah, That's it. Yeah. That's that's the only thing that connects this movie to Bumblebee. Um, and, I mean, I, I haven't watched the Transformer movies in a while. However, 
Uh, it did not seem like a lot happened before those movies. It seemed like they were kind of quietly sitting there waiting for their opportunity to get off the world or protected or whatever. And then apparently there was a world-eating monster planet-eating... Omnicron. Yeah, that almost ate all of Earth if they were like a quarter of a second later. Mm-hmm. Um, that all happened before. And it, it just... It, this was just like the pinnacle of... We've got to create something sci-fi to make a story work. So yeah. let's just add all the sci-fi mumbo jumbo wording to put something together that makes people fight each other and then get the pieces the why they travel and then boom, the big world leader is here. Right. Like every single just cliche, stupid sci-fi word that you can think of um, was put in this um, to make this go. Um, I'm not saying there weren't fun parts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just overly stupid. I maybe I'm sure it knows it's stupid and yeah. is just expecting to make it off of the title and the action. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I the whole entire beast aspect of it. Um, I didn't like it from the trailers. I didn't like it from the concept, and I didn't like it in the film. It didn't. The whole point of the Transformers were supposed to be they were blending into reality by being cars, and now we just have these seventy-ton gorilla Gorillas, monsters yeah. <laughs> that are apparently living with indigenous people perfectly fine, yeah, uh, and have been throughout history with no ever sightings or recordings by anybody. Mm-hmm. I, it's just it. They wanted to make mech monster beast dudes, um, which, I mean, doesn't even make sense because they were on a different world, and apparently this other world just has hawks, gorillas, cheetahs, and a rhino, yeah, right. but monster versions of it. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's just not, nothing landed, in my opinion. I yeah. thought it was all, all just people sitting in a room being like, what is big and monstery and uh godzilla and kong made lots of money let's put a gorilla and a transformer and have them beat them up but we still have to have optimus prime yeah he's our dude yeah we got to find a way to get him in it um he's gonna be a bitch for like 90 percent of the movie <laughs> but we got to get him in and he's not going to progress or get stronger at all throughout the movie but he's still gonna win at the end for no reason other than he's optimus prime yeah he got manhandled three times, but this time he does win for no other reason. I mean, that's kind of a spoiler, but also um, this is a prequel. Yeah. All so, the characters that you know in the other movies are still alive. So. Right. Well, and so it actually, it, it is a reboot. So the Bumblebee movie rebooted the universe and, the, and Rise of the Beast confirms it's a rebooted. But I... I, so, and to start off, I mean, I'm not a Transformers fan. I didn't, like, play with them growing up. Mm. I didn't, you know. I, did. I didn't watch the show. I didn't watch. Actually, no, I did watch the show. Yeah, yeah. I watched the show growing up. I had toys, um, but they were just, like, cool mech things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really like the first two Transformers. I Yeah, the Michael okay. Bay movies, yeah, especially the first two. Yeah. Yes, I, I remember enjoying pretty well. Um, no, man, I agree with you on a lot of this. I... I it's it's the attention to detail in the story is not very strong and i you know they have i think these loose ideas of like 
and people uh, and the people the one person i know that like is a big transformers fan that went and saw this was like this is great and i'm actually a little shocked to see it's not like super well liked on letterbox it's like it, it seems like most people are ranking a, a three but it's a 3.1 yeah it's more than what i thought it would be i know it feels high but and i'm not exactly sure why um so like you you mentioned you know this happens in the beginning of the movie there's uh it's these animals that are animals on this. In, uh, it, I never really understood. They're in another dimension or they're in... Just a different world. A different planet, yeah. Yeah, just a different planet. Um, And so, but... And they, they kind of have this throwaway line of like, well, our purpose as the maximals is we want to we always want to preserve life where we go. We, and it was this kind of like nature, whatever. But these guys have been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years. And they look exactly like these animals have evolved to on earth. Like we have a rhino and, and, yeah. and, and all they had to do, I think, I mean, I think all they had to do was make them just their ultimate forms or whatever they shout out to make them into people robots and then have them just have the exact same opening sequence, have them land on earth see those animals and, and, copy then, and then copy them. Yeah. yeah. No, totally but for some agree. reason they took this weird route of, and it's the same. It's like, like imagine going into Optimus Prime's world and they're all just cars. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not the case. They landed as robots and mm-hmm. they were like, Oh, we can, we can disguise ourselves as these perfectly well. Planes, right. cars, tanks, planes, whatever. Trains, automobiles. automobiles yep. <laughs> There's a, yeah. And so just, and I, I think we should, I mean, I think I'll be able to speak a little bit more freely about this in in spoilers, but yeah, just the attention to detail is scarce to non-existent, scarce, scarce to non-existent in in the movie as a whole. And, uh, uh, yeah, man, it's just not very good. (laughs) Yeah, it's also just over two hours. It it really drags that last act. The first act drags. The second yeah. act was a little, little, little better. Yeah, there's a, there's some good action set pieces in the middle, and then the third act just feels like just get on with it. Yeah, just and like it. it there's and so, then after the end, they've got another ten minutes, and it's like we don't need. You, this. Did you stick around? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we do need it for what they want to do. Apparently, yeah. Well, no, no. I know there's a after credit scene, but I mean like. Even before that. Oh, no, that's what I'm talking I didn't watch the credit scene. I'm talking oh, about okay. that. Yeah, that ended a little epilogue at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, there was just, it was. I don't know. Maybe it was only five minutes, but Whatever. it was like, so, we're done. Yeah, just, it, it moves really slowly. The pace is not fast. And you have no idea what it's building toward. Movie. Yeah, and they, they there is a turn of hand where, they're, where it's like, oh, this is what they're, but, like, it's not worth it because there was very little hint that that was what it was leading toward. Yeah. And so, yeah, man. So so we've talked a little bit about the robots, humans, as far as they go. I mean, Anthony Ramos is fine. Um, I'm a little, uh, he's kind of been Lin-Manuel Miranda's like protege the past few years. Uh, And he, uh, I was kind of, when I saw this, I was like, okay, good for you for getting into like Transformers is a bit, I mean, people know that movie. It's a bigger name. But I, I was kind of like, man, you you get involved in a property that Lin Manuel Miranda has no hand in, and you got Transformers. 
Like, but I mean, good for you, I guess. He was fine. All the acting in it was fine. Um, Pete Davidson's as as a Transformer. I saw an article before going. I had kind of higher hopes. I saw an article going into this where they were like, Pete Davidson's Transformer Mirage steals every scene, and I was like, Does he? With his weird, dry, little New Jersey voice or Staten it, Island voice. It, I think it took me 10 minutes to realize it was Pete Davidson. Yeah. I didn't know it was Pete Davidson. It feels there like was, he's phoning the, it in there so was much. Eventually, a line where I was like, wait, that sounds like Pete Davidson. And yeah. then I had to really listen. I'm like, yeah, that is Pete Davidson. But the, it does all just feel flat. Yeah. And, I mean, they always Especially get, for his character, who's supposed to be this... <laughs> Over like the top, jokey sports car, yeah, yeah, charismatic, right, dude. I did, I did like so. How they get to him? Because it, it, I don't know. I thought that was pretty dumb too. I mean, yeah, it and is. Even but how they get was, the human in it yeah. also felt dumb. But it was, it was what it was, and I, you know, I was like, okay, we have to get he. We've got to get into the cars eventually, anyway. So like, this is fine. I'm not saying it's good, but it were it was serviceable anyway. But yeah, and then uh, I mean the only the biggest thing that I w- I saw in that because then we went into that car chase. But man, even look, oh, sorry, I'm kind of stumbling over my words. Looking at the thing as a whole, the, I think the biggest thing that I liked is in the trailer when when he when Mirage has. Anthony Ramos's character and he's they're driving and then the car transforms around him and all yeah. of a sudden it's facing forward again. I thought I was like, okay, that's cool. I want more of that kind of stuff. And then we didn't get anything like that after that. Yeah. So it's also just didn't make any sense. Cause he was supposed to be blending in and you just have a car transforming <laughs> right. in the middle of a very busy bridge. Mm-hmm. In Kill, a car chase. Killing uh, cops. Those yes. cops are dead. <laughs> like, Are you telling me that you can't drive 100 miles an hour into a cross uh, rail and yeah. be perfectly fine? Yeah, and have the car lift up on its back legs once it gets hit. <laughs> are you telling me that a metal bar can't go through your face and you survive? <sighs> My goodness. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that's... <laughs> Sounds like you. Maybe we should test it out. <laughs> but, yeah, man. I know. It's this... This was very underwhelming. Yes. I wasn't expecting a lot. Um, I actually totally forgot this was even happening mm-hmm. until um, it was coming up and we were trying to figure out podcast stuff. And then I heard a lot of people like were, were like excited to go see it. And I was like, well, maybe it's not going to be like, maybe it's going to be because the last few yeah. that we've gotten have all felt like they've been phoned in even like. And people, they, and people st- like the Bumblebee one. Yeah, but but I mean, even like even the ones that I dislike, which were the the I don't know, last night and four or whatnot. Mm, yeah, they were still like fine. Um, I mean, they had Mark in it, and he was yeah. uh, he was fine. Yeah. Um, th- I don't know if it was. I don't. Know, when did they switch off of Michael Bay? I think after four. Four is Dark of the Moon, I think. And then I, maybe it's three. I don't know, man. I just, I remember the first one really, really well. I think second one is, I, I don't even know, man. Good gracious. Dark Moon, he did Age of Extinction. Uh-huh. Uh, Revenge of the Fallen, so he did four. Revenge of the Fallen is he three, did five. I think. Okay. Yeah, because he did Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, 
the Dark Moon, Age of Extinction, and then the last night. So five, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Bumblebee was six. Now this is seven. Okay, that and, makes sense. Uh, I've seen all but one of Michael Bay's movies. Wow. I've not seen The Rock. You like the explosions, huh? I do. <laughs> I very much do. And um, to that point, um, like I said, The Last Night and um, Age of Extinction weren't good, mm. but they were still enjoyable. Sure. I think this is. I think they took out Michael Bay, and that's where it fell off. Like because yeah. they lo- they lost what it was. These movies were supposed to be, I mean, almost like the Fast and Furious kind of catch of yeah. like hot chicks, hot cars, hot action, yeah. and they took out two of those things, um, maybe even three. There, I mean, the action in this is pretty lackluster as well. I do think the CGI still looks good. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, kudos to the Transformers universe, uh, like outperforming, um, you know, the Marvel and DC use, yep. uh, yeah, stuff with their their CGI. Because I mean, it's legitimately just. I mean, you have huge robots. I mean, they have to be like you can't practical effect these things. Yeah. So it's all CGI. Yeah. And it's looked good since um, two thousand and three. I think when the first one came. Is it real? Seven. Seven. Okay. It's looked good since 2007, mm-hmm. um, and this one still does look good. It still does have that. I don't remember seeing a lot of the action scenes or the CGI stuff and being like, that looks like garbage. Right. And I think that multiple times when I'm watching current <laughs> superhero stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, kudos for them for doing that well, but yeah. that might be the only thing that really, I mean, I guess the score had some moments that were like, well, like they just had like... The rock this, moments, you know, <laughs> and like it was fine. This but. this had the the worst, not the worst. It was good, but they, I don't think they did a good job with it. So the did you see the trailer for this? Yeah. So the the uh the the song they used with the trailer was uh Biggie's hypnotize. Or not hypnotize. I don't. I don't remember what the what it was, but it's the "If you don't know now, you know" song, and Odd. the end of that phrase. If you listen to the unedited version, <laughs> uh, you would know has a derogatory term at the end of that, and it play that specific lyric played like four or five times <laughs> in the trailer, and I was like. What are we doing? Yeah, I was like, okay, no, I'm all for like unedited and you shouldn't censor art and stuff like that. I think that's great. But you're peddling a Transformers movie with this. And I guess it was supposed to be like a 90s vibe. But and even the last it it, you know, Transformers coming June 10th or whatever. And if you don't know, now you know. <laughs> Silence. <Yeah. laughs> and so man, anyway, just a little quick thing. Uh so I was just thinking, uh, the director, Stephen Capel Jr., is that his name? I just had it. I didn't look it up. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Okay. He's only done this in Creed 2. Creed 2. And here, so here's kind of what I think, and the land, whatever that is. I mean, I'm sure they're like smaller. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you go from doing Creed 2 that has... Uh, I about said Rocky Balboa. That has St- Sylvester Stallone heavily invested in in producing, and you're working with Michael B. Jordan, who's a phenomenal actor, 
And then you, you go for, and it's all authentic. You know, it's all real. There's no CGI. It's all fighting stuff. And then you go to Transformers. This guy's got to know someone, right? I would think. There's no way you go from... Creed 2 to Rise of the Beasts. <laughs> well, there, there's no way you get Creed 2, directing Creed 2 out of nowhere. Out of nothing, yeah. You've got to know someone. I mean, like, I understand, like, the land might be good. I don't know, but it looks like it might be a short. Yeah. Might be, I don't know, it's got 1.2 thousand um, watches on Letterbox, and it's from 2016. I don't see a runtime. Yeah. I'm sure it's in here somewhere, but... Well, and so my, my point is, you know, you go from working on something that has mo- I mean, not that they don't have money, but that has re- really A-list personnel that are maybe helping guide you a little bit, maybe helping, you know, steer you in the right direction, offer good feedback to what is essentially a franchise movie that's all CGI and very little personal directing. You know, you can't walk onto set and be like, hey, Optimus, can you punch this guy with your left hand instead so we can get this shot better. Like you, a lot of that is directing from like the computer room and the, you know, the editing studio or whatever. And so I wonder if that has something to do with maybe the, the lack of attention to, to what was happening. It also has four additional directors. Oh my goodness. Like like assistant directors. uh, No, it's, it's legit uh, additional directing weird so um so he's the main director but yeah. it also so i i guess that means that's i would i would guess that means during different parts throughout the post-production and production all some, that yeah, yeah there were different directors that did it but he did the majority of it right so that might also be a big piece i mean i don't understand why movies can't just get a director and <laughs> stick with it that's Movies well, are better that way. <laughs> Trilogies are better that way. Disney, are you listening? Um, yeah. Yeah, man. But anyway, you want to get in the spoilers? Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, I mean, we're at 20-some minutes, so it's it's yeah. not bad to move well, we on. Well, don't, we don't have Tristan, so. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, we had a long weekend trip, and she yeah. was like, I don't want to. I asked her, I was like, do you even really want to see and review this or do you rather just stay home? She was like, yeah, I'll stay home. You didn't, like, I didn't get that choice. <laughs> well, then it would just be me talking. <laughs> I can't do that. No, well, and that, that was actually me on Friday. I was like, man, I could wait and wait until like Sunday to watch this, but I'd so much rather just watch this now and get it over with. <laughs> and you got to... Uh, Work with Trent, so I did. You got yeah. paid. To, you got paid to watch. I got it. paid to watch it. Yep, yep. So and your ticket was probably paid for. So yep. yep. See and and my popcorn and so. her popcorn. So <laughs> thank you. Uh, I'm not sure if business. that's if that was a fair trade or not. But <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> just, I'll just tell you straight up, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes when you're doing this podcast, you you have to watch some some not fun stuff <laughs> um well i guess we'll do our recommendations here i think it's too big old fat nose it's a big but old fat now yeah. yeah i didn't want to put words in your mouth but yep. at that that's the vibes i'm catching yeah um especially right now with all this i mean you still have guardians in theaters you still have mm-hmm. across the spider verse which i know i have fought on twitter with people about <laughs> but um it's still a great movie and definitely worth going to watch it in theaters. Mm. So, uh, and now they've fixed all the audio. So, um, <laughs> there you go. Good. yeah, that fix came out, I think, this last weekend. Good. Um, because they said that they had uh, 
messed up some of the audio mixing the stuff. First ten minutes or something. No, the whole thing. Oh, there were yikes. there were a lot of people complaining that they couldn't hear voices during mm. like a large part of the movie. I heard mostly. I yeah, but I didn't have a huge problem with it. But there were a lot of people that do mm-hmm. or that did, um, and they they sent out a an uh, audio updated mix version. Or yeah, yeah. Um, a patch. Yeah, it <laughs> sounded like they knew that might have been an issue, so yeah. they already had it ready, which is kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard. I, I just saw May, some random. And stuff it might have been it. something like, "Yeah, this audio sounds good on our like on our system that can handle it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe they had to like back off on some stuff or like yeah. just remix some things. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, but they did. So um, don't think it's gonna hit a billion though. Everyone yeah. was saying it was gonna be, it was gonna beat our uh, Super Mario Bros. But nope. Man, I get so upset and angry that people reduce film and movies the box to office. how much money it made. That's so upsetting to me, yeah. man. Like, I got into a fight with somebody recently into it. I I wasn't fighting him. I was just responding. And you can check it, too. I have, I I'll even pull up that tweet <laughs> right now. But he said something about, like, uh, well, that movie didn't even make that much money, so how could it good be good? And I was like, dude, Fight Club didn't make any money. Shawshank Redemption didn't make any money. Just because a movie doesn't make any money doesn't mean that it's bad. Yeah, and didn't make money in the box office. Yeah, yeah. and then he blocked me. And guess so. what? <laughs> really bad movies have made a lot of money. A in lot the box of money. Up. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I'm talking to you, Avatar: Way of Water. Um. I'm not. I like you still. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. But Blade Runner 2049 is one of those movies that. Uh, flopped. In the box mm, office yeah. didn't make any money and is like people say it's better than the amazing. original. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. And there are a plethora of people that like a lot of like film people have it in, in their top tier mm-hmm. list because of how well uh how well it it is. And I mean it's Yeah. I mean it is Dennis Villanueva and I think it's his best work. So Good. and he's done Fucking Dune and yeah. Arrival and Although Prisoners. Have you, have you seen some of the Dune stuff, the, some of the Dune discourse on Twitter recently? No. People are now, they're coming out of the shadows a year and a half later. Uh, saying they don't like it? No, they're saying the first half of David Lynch's Dune is better than Dune Part 1. There is one not a single, <laughs> there's not a single shot in David Lynch's movies that even comes in the atmosphere. <laughs> Of Dennis Villanueva's Dune. Mm. David Lynch's Dune was not Dune. I haven't read the books, so I guess I can't really justfully <laughs> say that. But that stuff was just random. I, that was just David Lynch wanting to do David Lynch shit. And yeah. so he just took this other person's story and created this crazy, stupid, sci-fi mind mess. Red-haired people. Yeah, out of out of that story and created it because David Lynch is a crazy madman and he just does what he wants, which is fine. Yeah, I don't hate his, I don't hate him or hate all of his movies. Yeah, but Dune sucked balls. So, <laughs> and people, I think it sparked. Be, I know we're getting way off track here. I'm sorry, but I think it got anything s- to get me away from talking about this movie. <laughs> I think it got sparked because um, when they released Austin Butler as Fade Rautha, um people are not super happy with the design choice. Is it David Lynch? Did I say that wrong? No, it's David Lynch. Okay. Um, I just wanted to see his other movies. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, Which I've only seen one of. Yeah. No, I've seen Wild Heart. It's been a long time. 
But so Fade, the image of Fade Routha that Austin Butler is playing came out and people were like, this is not very good. This looks nothing like David Lynch's Fade Routha, who does look like, I mean, he looks like a warrior, like he's supposed to be or whatever. But I think that's what sparked that conversation is Dune, the Dune Part 2 trailer came out and hardcore Dune people are going after it is what happened. Dude, Austin Butler looks fucking dope. He looks dope. dope. I'm so excited. He looks so good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm ready to see his range because we've, I mean, I, I've liked him since he, wa- he was in this stupid MTV show <laughs> called uh, The Shannara Chronicles. <laughs> That's where I first started watching him. Yeah, yeah. And the first season was dope. I loved it. And it was him. Um, it's a sci-fi MTV. I think it was MTV. It could be something else. Um, but yeah, I loved that. I, I started watching him from that. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw him in Elvis, I'm like, okay, he's going to be, this is going to be bad. And he blew me away. Cause like he was good in that movie, but he wasn't like, or he was good in that show, but I wasn't expecting like that kind of jump. Right. And yeah, he killed it. So now I'm ready to see a different kind of range from, yeah. from him. He was apparently in a once upon a time in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. He's a uh, Denver. Or no, Dallas. I don't remember that character. I don't remember Dallas. Mm-mm. He's the uh, uh, he's the dude that uh, comes in um, to replace. Uh, no, no, no. He's uh, um, uh, Marlon Manson's crew, or oh, Marilyn Manson, whatever. Maybe the, the Manson. It's Manson, right? That's I'm, oh Marilyn Monroe. No. Oh, I I don't know. The <laughs> oh, Austin Butler plays Tex. Tex, not Dallas. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but he's close. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, the whole line is like, what's your name? He says, I'm the devil. And it's like, no, nah, it's stupider than that. Tex. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he's the guy that breaks into uh, their house at the end. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's gotcha. the one with the gun and the two people. I thought it was, it's a Manson. It's the Mansons, right? Thinks maybe I don't. I don't yeah. remember, man. <laughs> nonetheless, it's one of those crazy cultists and I'm pretty sure it's the Mansons, but nonetheless, yeah, he was in that, and he was good, but he was a minor character. Yeah. But he did a really good job. But it's, so I guess the only thing I've seen him in, then, is that, and then um, uh, Elvis. Elvis, yeah, which he blew me away in Elvis. He is the best part of that movie. Yeah. No, there's a lot of good things about Elvis. I definitely, according to Letterboxd, I, uh, that's one of the movies that I, that's like the top 10 movies that I have ranked below. Oh, below the average. Yeah. Because yeah. I only have it as a two-star. Yep. Oh, I have him in a lot. Oh, good. I'll have him. I've seen him in two other movies. The Dead Don't Die, dumb movie, but eh, comical. Yeah. <laughs> then Alien in the Attic. Well, <laughs> that's animated. Okay, well, that's our recommendations. We went off track, but um, yeah. we weren't going to talk about... This uh, we're probably not going to talk about Transformers <laughs> all that much longer, so you got some extra content of us talking about some random shit. Yeah. Um, so we're going to talk about spoilers right after this review. Um, so if you've seen you care, pause it and um, come back if you decide to um, self-harm yourself. Don't say that. What? (laughs) By going and seeing this movie. Oh, my goodness. That's (laughs) self-harm. Torture. That's the word I was looking for. Torture. Torture yourself. If you want to torture yourself. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to torture yourself. Self-harm is a little too... uh, That's a little too... I mean... (laughs) To be fair, it is the same, but... (laughs) Because you're deciding to go torture yourself. But uh, nonetheless, uh, now's our break, and we'll be right back after uh, this break. All right, we're back. We're back. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Good. 
That's all I, I knew about Transformers growing up. That's all you knew? That's all I knew. Ah. Ah. I don't know. I <laughs> I legit did watch the TV shows. I don't remember anything about it because I was like seven. Right. But yeah, yeah. I, I like actively watched them. Yeah. Um. So but. here's here since you asked, here's my <laughs> here's my biggest problem with this. Like, and it happened right from the beginning. Uh, they're on they're on the planet, whatever. They're on maximal planet, and Scourge shows up, and he's like. Where's the MacGuffin? And I'm like, oh, is this so? It's the same as every other Transformers movie. Is of there's some ancient technology? Where's the doohickey? Exactly. Yeah. Where's and, the doohickey that will destroy Earth? Yep. And oh, we should let's hide it. And then they hide it. And then they find it. And then the it, hiding is <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> they hide it, and then the hiding, what it like stops them from finding it for like I think. 12 seconds <laughs> and they just ah it's right there doesn't it like literally be- shoot a beam up into the that sky only transformers can see <laughs> so stupid all because it broke through the shell yeah I- no nothing makes sense not none n- there aren't there's no logic being used no i think this was was this the first ai generated script i'm not <laughs> Because there was legit no, there was no logic that was seen throughout the entirety of this film. Everything was, it was literally just, we need this to happen, so this is happening, so that we can get to this next action sequence, so this is happening. Also, the overdramatic human stuff was all Mm -hmm. baloney bullshit. Well, and there's a moment when they're talking on the plane and they're like, hey, you know what, when when I get to that thing, let's, let's destroy it. And... Five feet away is literally all the robots. Oh, no, I definitely thought about that. I was like, <laughs> are one of them going to say something? Like, right? hey. I was waiting for someone to be like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, another thing that makes me lose faith in humanity, uh, my theater was cracking up several times throughout this movie. Oh, no. Several <laughs> times. Like, there were a few, like, like I'm... There were times I, that, I, like... I remember cra- I, not cracking up. I remember laughing a few times. I, I think it got me a few... Yeah. You know? Th- but that's it. Yeah. Few but like, I had, like... I had legit, like, theaters cracking up yeah. moments. And I'm like, oh, my God. Man, if you want to see the state of what society thinks is good, <laughs> theaters are the place to do it, man. <laughs> it's just funny, because you go watch something good, and it's crickets. Yeah, right. Ugh. Um... Well, I mean, yeah, did, and then there's just so many things that like, like we said earlier, it just, it just, they happen and there's no real rhyme or reason or logic, like how they get down to Peru, which, okay, whatever. They figured that out. That is, I will say, I do like the museum fight. The, when, when, when the, the Omnicron, they call them something. They're not Decepticons. They're like. Terra terabots or terraformers or something I don't remember but they uh when they show up to the museum I was like okay this this fight is okay it was because I I was we finally got what I was there to see which was giant robots fighting each yeah. other <laughs> my whole problem is that like there's just so much inconsistency in the power of all of these yes these weapons mm-hmm. um because they even say like oh he 
kicked your ass because he has this technology that's given to him by the Omnicron. It's mm-hmm. not what it is, but or is it? It is. Yeah, Omnicron. it's Omnicron. Yeah. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, they're con- they're a- connected somehow, and so they can. But do go ahead. Wasn't that like a COVID variant? Yes. What the fuck? Yes, I think so. That's why I thought it was messing it up. <laughs> no, it's not. I, 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 I thought that, it was something. That Transformer is Omicron. Okay, that's why I thought. I thought I was just making that up in my head, connecting things that weren't real. But oh, Omicron. O M I C R O N is the is the COVID variant. Omicron is the. Uh, mm. Yeah. Well, too close. <laughs> that is. Very close. <laughs> um, anyways, they said that they're stronger because they have this technology that's given to them by world eater Omicron, which mm-hmm. doesn't even make any sense because... Do any of the air transformers eat? Eat? Anything? Yeah. No. <laughs> and he has to eat planets yeah. as a as metal... fuel? Oh, yeah. as a metal... Uh, yeah, as, like, a, as metal a robot. Being. Yeah. yeah. Also, I mean, we've never gotten to why... There's metal sentient beings, or how they've been birthed, and how they're yeah. real. They kind uh, they kind of do in the Michael Bay movie, the the first few. They kind of talk about the all spark is like the cradle of life, and and that's what gives that's what gives power to these metal whatever. I guess yeah, they're not birthed. I think yeah, that thing they're just made, like touches yeah. them, and then it like creates life out of yeah. Because camp. I remember. I, like I said, man, I remember that first one so well. Yeah. There's a moment where uh, it like hits the gr- it falls to the ground, and then like well, I guess there was a Death Star, and uh, the All Spark must have touched it, so it became a world <laughs> it became leader. Became yeah. <laughs> but like a like a vending machine, yeah, um, turns into a, a yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're not birthed or anything; they're just yeah. But that could be. I mean, that could be all different. So yeah, I mean. Uh, the big lead up, which I think will influence the way we talk about the rest of this movie, is uh, Hasbro is gearing up to make a toy verse, where at the end Anthony Ramos's character is uh oh, recruited yeah. by GI Joe. Uh, I know I that I made the exact same noise, and in any other movie where that happens, where this guy shows up and he's like, "Hey, uh, what you know, you have this particular set." It was basically a men in black recruitment at the end is what it was. He's like, hey, you had this particular set of skills. Why don't you check this out? And then the wall opens up and they have like one weird looking ship. Yeah. And that's it. Every (laughs) other movie I've ever seen is like this like airport hangar of like so many like planes and vehicles and technology. And it's like their budget ran out. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. We have this one. This one thing. We want to do this after credit scene, but we've got. Uh, $3,800. Yeah. So <laughs> what can you do? Wait, so apparently, did you stick around for the after credit scene? I think so. Uh, with the, with Mirage's, with Mirage. It yeah. Just, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch it. Oh yeah. yeah. Isn't it's it, just, is he, he the suit still? No, he apparently just fixes up a car and it becomes Mirage. Oh, weird. So I guess he had like the parts of the suit and he just threw it on a Porsche. Yeah. And it sparked him back to life. Doesn't make any sense. Who knows, man? Well, and there's there's a moment when he before Okay, so the suit was cool. I did like the suit. I hated the suit but what so I, much. What I would have liked not Iron Man. Dude. What I would have liked more 
is because he says he goes uh he says something like mirage are you there or mirage are you okay and then he wakes back up and i was like oh my goodness no one can die in this movie but then and then he says uh i'm okay you'll just have to take the wheel for a while and i thought what that was going to be was like i will be the suit and you just have to like help me a little like you're we're going to work together and then Pete Davidson has no more lines for the rest of the movie, and he's just in an Iron Man suit. Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't like. Yeah. I thought he was just going to turn into a Porsche, and we're going to have Fast and Furious car. <laughs> or turn into like a motorcycle shit. or something. That would have been cool. Yeah. But yeah. I but did not I, like the Iron Man suit. I think it, like, I think it fit well enough for like what they did with it. Mm-hmm. But I thought the idea that a Transformer just kills itself and becomes a suit for a human is dumb. Yeah. So, and then, uh, uh, he somehow being little mech suit human. That's a GI Joe thing, by the way, the mech suit. Mm. Yeah. And that's, so I think, and I think that's why so they mech did suits it. Or dead transformers. Got it. <laughs> Probably. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, but th- that was weird. You know, you mentioned earlier, Optimus prime can like suddenly just take on scourge and win. And they kind of make it seem like the reason he can do that is because he, because a little human in the mech suit shoots him a few times. Yeah. And just like distracts him, I guess. It doesn't make any sense because in the last fight, it was a 3v6. Mm hmm. Man, and that. And and that's, I mean, another problem is there's just no consistency in. And like power level and who I was can do what. I, and... I was burping, but I was going to say Dragon Ball Z power levels. <laughs> There's no consistency. Right? They're just yeah. like, they're strong when they need to be strong and they're weak when you need them to be weak and you yeah. need the heroes to overcome. The good movies make reasons why they are able to then overcome, whether mm-hmm. it's a training sequence, whether it's an upgrade in, in armor or whatever, whether it's now you add extra people so now that you can you can be a team and they like try to do that with like, we're working together when they've been working together the entire movie. Yeah. Like they were never really working against each other. Right. They weren't like on the same page. Right. But they're like, they're working together because if they don't, they all die. Yeah. So they were still working together. Yeah. So, and then, so they're all running into this final battle. And Optimus Primal, who I did, I did like his his design. Um, I I didn't particularly care for the face; it's too smooth. That's why I like the first movie so much, is because they just look like a bunch of metal pieces all kind yeah. of were in. And but like the now these a lot Transformers of people thought Optimus Prime was way too sleek. There, yeah, that's like the, he looked thin. Mm-hmm. Whereas the older models, he was he's chunky. Cause he's a fucking semi truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, now they get a real chunky boy as a freight f- uh, plane. Yeah. Right. Oh, and that's my other thing. So why doesn't he fight? No. Uh, oh. So I, we, like I said, I didn't see Bumblebee. So maybe this explains it, but um, we both didn't see Bumblebee. There's just these transformers the apparently that well, are just, there's only four, only four come. But uh-huh. then there's apparently a fifth that just comes out of nowhere. And Is that the plane? A, yeah. Yeah. And then there's a sixth. The scientist weird that comes out dude. Of, yeah. So yeah. it's like, why didn't they all come together when... And why are, they, why are they there in the first place? If Optimus Prime and his crew is trapped on Earth, 
Where did they, where did these guys come from? I think they all came with Optimus Prime. In, but, Originally, but that, yeah. yeah. But that begs the question: When he said, "Hey, meet," why did only four of them or three of them show, show up? up? Yeah. But then they called on another. Like, why didn't that other one show up the first time? Ooh, why they have to maybe. call on them later? I don't know. Because the story wanted it to happen. Yeah, they wanted another <laughs> transformer, so they said, "Oh." Yeah, just have a transformer fly him. Well, and because cars can't drive to Puerto Rico, so and let's we, make a flying transformer that's a, a freight plane. Yeah, a military freight plane that's coughing up its parts. And I we, thought that was funny. We've yeah. already seen that though. That was in one of the first three Transformers mm-hmm. movie. There's an old World War II jet that has a cane, and he ca- he hacks up oil and whatever. And yeah, yeah. So. I'm still haven't got to my main thing. Sorry. So they get we get to the final battle, and they're like we're working together. And Ma- and uh, Optimus Primal goes, Maximals shift into ultimate mode, and then they all turn into their cool little like like humanoid looking things, and then we never see them again. And because they're fighting faceless, yeah. Who gives a crap? Minions. Little minions, yeah, that, that they should mow through. They should mow through. And those minions, like, okay, I get Omnicron, like, unleashing them in the little spheres, too. But there's a moment when, like, they they meld out of the wall. That was really stupid. And then, like, why? So. It would have made much more sense if they, if the three whatever evil mechs are. Uh Started fighting them, and then he came through, and then they sent down the minions to help them. And that turned the tide of the. Because that's what I want to see the big ones fighting each other. I don't want to see faceless minion nonsense. Um, And and then that's another thing. So like they get this, the time warp, whatever, and they put it and it, and it creates this enormous, huge, crazy world ending machine, basically. And they're like, not only do they have the schematics to this thing that was just created, but they're also like, Oh, and it has this. It has access points, and it has tunnels all throughout the system. I'm like, of course it freaking does. That the the thing that came up out of nowhere was the same thing that was on the first. Was what? it? Because I thought that yeah. thing had a ship at the at the top of it. Yeah, but I think it was the same thing though. Like okay. I think that I think that's it's whatever. Still, that, it's still stupid that it just generates it out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Whatever that thing that they were spending the whole movie for i don't know what mm-hmm. it's called but the shard yeah or whatever um like that creates this big thing mm-hmm. that can either teleport you to another world or apparently teleport another world to you okay so but it, know, it, I, it does uh, <laughs> that yeah that that would be my that's why they have schematics but it's still just another thing to be like we need them we need something to get us here yeah Let's create a map so that the humans can do something while the mechs are fighting. Right. <sighs> yeah, man. So basically, this is just this is just a just a perfect um, uh, movie showcasing uh, what bad writing is. Yeah. So if you want to take some notes on how not to write, <laughs> this is it. Yeah, yeah, this is it. You'll still get uh, some some enjoyment because there's some comedic bits and some action. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you'll at least I and 
I mean, our letterbox friends don't apparently agree, but you'll you'll have to suffer through um, the plot mm-hmm. and the writing and the story of this. Yeah, yeah. Everything that was everything with Anthony. Sorry, everything with Anthony Ramis was rough. Yeah. And I think it's just because they didn't know what to do with them. And like like you said, they have this uneasy alliance the whole time. What? I mean, just with him and his brother. They just like, mm. they just tried so hard to create, like, we were having this character out of nowhere. We've got to create this really tragic, heartfelt, he's yeah. this family person who defected from the military or yeah. something crazy because of his brother. But, but we've got to... We've got to make people feel really sad for him. And so he's fighting for more than just the world. But it's like anybody's yeah. going to be fighting for the world not to end. You yeah. don't have to have this extra bit. And right. it's like Shia LaBeouf was a great character. And guess what? He wasn't trying to save anybody. He was just a dude in high school slash college trying to not die. Yeah, right. That's it. Yeah. And guess what? That's as much drive as any of us need <laughs> is just not to die. Right. And uh, and it worked great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maybe I, I did want to rewatch Transformers 1 before this, and I mm-hmm. didn't. But I probably still will because I very much do enjoy it. Because that's also got our boy from Too Fast, Too Furious in the Furious movies. So Ram- not Ramon. Um, oh. Uh, whatever his name is. You know who I'm talking about? Roman? Yeah. Oh, Roman. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, he's in those movies. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, you got anything else you want to say? Not really. Good. <laughs> Sorry. This is oh, the first movie <laughs> I've dogged in a while. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We've had, we've had like, we've had a lot of meh and, and we've then, had some like conflicting opinions on stuff. Yeah. Between the three of us. Yeah. But yeah, this is a two for me. Okay. Um, I think two is where I'm going to sit. I don't think it's it's low enough to be a two and a half, or sorry, or one I don't. And a half. Yeah, one and a half. Um, I think two is a decent set because because like the graphics are good. The graphics are good. The action is is fun to watch. Yeah. Um, if you don't think about it at all, yes. <laughs> uh, and the acting isn't like dog shit. It's yeah. just like I don't really care about some of the emotional stuff that they're trying to shove down my throat. Yeah. Um. And then. Um, I couldn't remember the last part, but um, oh, and it and it does have some funny bits. Like it, it has some, some fun nineties references. <laughs> yeah. That's almost a work. That's almost a knock on it. Yeah, um, but it does have some. Uh, you know, it has some good one liners in there that are, are funny. And as bad as Pete Davidson's thing was, mm-hmm. it, his character was still funny. Yeah, I still had to laugh with it. Um, I still had to laugh with some of the characters. Uh, it didn't really, <laughs> the woman bike, mm. they just did not give two shits that she <laughs> had any lines or any, oh, yeah. like they gave more light and, and screen time to the two that came out of nowhere, the plane and the mm-hmm. nerd dude Yeah, that the woman, they, I, they're like, well, we've got to have a, we've got to have a woman transform. So throwing in there, but then they just. Didn't do anything with her. Yeah. She was just 90% of the time she was just holding her side because she just got beat the fuck up. <laughs> um, 
But oh, I do that's, that's another thing. Like like you said with power levels. Sorry, I know we're wrapping up, but yeah, no, like, it's all good. They even like some like <laughs> some of them take some pretty serious hits that yeah. should be enough based on what we've seen to like take them down for a little bit, incapacitate them. Yeah. Anyway, and they just fun. They just heal instantly. Yeah. There's no like they got that internal repair mechanism. <laughs> apparently, um, last thing I'll say. Um, is God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> I had it right before you started. Oh no. I cut it off. Um, you got this, uh, uh, transformers. The woman. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, it's because it's okay. Um, I think the reason why people do love these movies so much, not just not this one specifically, but the entire Transformers mm-hmm. franchise or whatever, is it does do a good job of uh, nailing in the like masculine masculine energy. Like mm. these Transformers have a very uh, masculine energy about them. Mm-hmm. They're they're protectors. Yeah. Uh, they use. Uh, uh, violence when needed. Um, they're they're family oriented and all this kind of stuff. Um, they always are willing to it's, sacrifice it's themselves. Basically, the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> Not quite, but yes, that's the reason why people like those too, yeah, yeah. is because of of that aspect. But and, and there's always a moment where one of them is going to sacrifice themselves mm-hmm. for the for the greater good or for the rest of them, and those are very. Um, male positive things that that attract male audiences and so i think that's maybe why so many people like the whole franchise because there's always that bit and there's always you know yeah yeah the i mean usually men there are female uh transformers but Mm. um yeah them wanting to go in and fight uh for those that can't and all that kind of stuff so um i was thinking of that during the uh the last couple scenes mm-hmm. when uh, Optimus Prime always comes up right when needed and mm-hmm. is willing to fight and blah, blah, blah. I'm willing to sacrifice myself so that mm-hmm. everybody can leave. And then he doesn't ac- actually sacrifice himself because he just hits the thing and it doesn't actually explode. It just after sucks they, everyone in. After and, they just said, if we destroy yes. this, it's a supernova explosion. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 That's why they have the access codes, and she already put in the code, and it doesn't matter because I guess if you shoot it after you put in the access code, it doesn't do anything. And why didn't he just shoot it from the beginning? Because if it still would have gone through, if it was broken, who knows, man? Like I said, there's no reason, there's no rhyme or reason for anything. Things just happen so that the next thing can happen. Yeah. Okay, that's our uh, review. We've got two, two twos, two twos. We got two twos up in here. Um, next week, I don't remember. The Flash. The f- okay, so I'm going to be shooting <laughs> on a movie two weeks in a row. So uh can't wait uh, to watch that and talk about it. Um, we do have one DCU uh, big fan up in here. So hey. we'll see if he joins me in the trashing or not. We'll see. People are saying it's good. Yeah, well, people are dumb. So. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> we out. See you guys. Hey, moron. You talking to me? You talking to me? And there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! 
what to expect. I'm the Movie Moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. Oh, right! To call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people! I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like, uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken.